0: All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. This is my kinky tauntone.
1: Shields up, Captain. This landing is going to get pretty interesting. Defy interesting. Oh God, oh God, we're all going to die? Perhaps today is a good day to... Someone ever tries to kill you, you try to kill him right back. Control, control, you must run control. We are controlling
0: transmission. Captain, incoming message.
1: Also, I can kill you with my brain. Make it so. The Kinky Torn Torn. This may smell bad, but I want it. Ah, ah,
0: ah. I thought they smelled bad on the outside. Oh, so
1: hey i just got back from toshi station and i picked up some long overdue power converters hey guys it's kinky tauntaun episode two let's rock and roll jeffrey this is buchacha i took beggars canyon on the way home uh did you take a, a right at sand people lane <laughs> god damn that's that's terrible i'm ashamed of myself beggars canyon uh (laughs) did you run into any womp rats there jeffrey (laughs) uh um crap i can't remember what he
0: said (laughs) Uh, yes i shot them there
1: (laughs) okay so you you ran into some womp rats okay good yeah uh i don't know like maybe you found my dignity while you were hiding down there in the canyon (laughs) i don't know it's been a long time man been a long time (laughs) uh so jeff uh we have an exciting episode this time around um I'm pretty stoked to talk about some of the things that we have uh, been intending to talk about and to discuss, and one of those things, of course, is coming up in our uh, main featured section, which has to do with a little Doctor Who action, <laughs> and we're going to also talk about some other nerdy things like Walking Dead, and still get an update uh, on our boy Ash, uh, bad, bad Ass Ash, <laughs> uh, a little bit in a, in a while, I guess. So
0: much shit All right, happens. Jeff, what do you got
1: for us? What do you got for us in the meantime? Wait, what? There's good news? Pepper! Pepper! Oh my God, there
0: is? <laughs> Science be praised. A new study in the journal Current Biology found children in religious households are significantly less generous than their non
1: religious peers. <laughs> Wait a second. What? Wait, how's this wait, what? There's good <laughs> What about you put this in this section here, well, Jeff? This um, is it's kind of a 50 <laughs> Um uh, religious people's children are bastards.
0: Well, there are more oh, there are more and more non religious people every year, so that's that's yes, why good. News. Yes.
1: But at the same time until we have some mass bombings, maybe then maybe it'll uh you know what, speaking of, you know, I'm, I'm, let me get my philosophical soapbox here. But, uh, you know, of course, you have Karl Marx. religion as the opiate of the masses. But even Plato and his republic advocated the use of religion as a means of controlling the people. Jeffrey, you know, you have all these people, like 9-11 was an inside job. There were more religious people after 9-11 than at any time in the last 100 years. Um, so what if we have another big terrorist attack and it's all... To get people religious again, oh! So they can. Be big. I've rituals. never heard that
0: conspiracy theory before.
1: I know. I, d- I just kind one. of
0: made it up on the spot. So thanks, thanks. That's a that's a good one, man. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank
1: you. You Need to call work. up right. Alex uh, Jones. Uh, need to call up Alex Jones. Oh, uh, I, I don't want to call Alex Jones. <laughs> um, that guy. Uh, I'm not gonna say he frightens me because I think he'd actually be kind of a cool guy to hang out with. I've heard but that. I would get sick of him really quickly. <laughs> I mean, like, our right, dude. That, that's enough. That's. <laughs> That's enough.
0: Well, at the same stop, time...
1: Stop. No, okay, that's enough.
0: <laughs> at the same time, religious parents were more likely than non-religious ones to consider their children empathetic and sensitive to the plight of others. So, Hmm.
1: It's almost like children who are not taught that, you know, Earth is just a holding tank until the next phase. Like, actually... Don't take things for granted and value what they have and other people. Isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. If you actually
0: sit down and okay. think about
1: it, <laughs> uh,
0: uh, all right, well, all right. it's a common assumption in the United States that faith goes hand in hand with God, uh, goodness. Um, the Pew Research Center uh, reported last year that fifty-three percent of Americans think it's necessary to believe in God to be moral. Fuck that! Fuck those people.
1: I've I've those had that conversation.
0: Of- have you ever had that conversation? Well, you know what. It's-
1: yeah, of course, and I always th- throw out as my uh my sort of paragon of morality is the country of Japan. I mean, realize some things go on unreported, but do you know what the crime rate in Japan is? The national crime rate in Japan? Very little. Less than 1%, okay? <clears throat> Goodness gracious. Um they they don't love Jesus there. Um they they, you know, they're sort of a a hybrid Shinto Buddhist mix over there and uh strangely enough, I think this almost the same percentage of Christians who reside in Japan uh, are the same amount – it's the same percentage as the crime rate. So I'm not saying the two are connected. I definitely am not. I just thought that was interesting. Okay. That's, <laughs> that, all, that's that, all I'm saying. That is interesting. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So that, that, that's some interesting news, Jeff. I mean it may not necessarily be good news for some people, but I will give you it's interesting.
0: Well, as far as atheists, yes, we're here. I'm sure some of them are queer, and they're growing in numbers year by year. And yes, I realized that that rhymed. I didn't realize it until after I was finished writing it. <laughs> a scary... Oh my God. A scary, untrusted subset of rational people that practice non-fear-based morals, instead of just moralizing, and for a large part, ignoring the basic tenets of Christianity. All oh. hail, all hail free market Jesus, God of
1: war. <laughs> wait is that who that is in that video game is that is that rock me sexy jesus god of war we are being Maybe. so black like whatever people who are listening at this point they're like fuck those guys they don't love jesus
0: <laughs> oh well they would have figured it out no eventually. we just said
1: all hail free market jesus god of war that means nothing <laughs> god, god and guns free market god and guns <laughs> uh yeah you know uh, I, okay I'm, I'm gonna keep my mouth shut for for the time being about okay. this keep going
0: On to the next story. The World Health Organization classified prostitus meats as a group one carcinogen, the same category as tobacco.
1: You know what? The World Health Health Organization can eat my bacony ass. Well, this made a lot of people think- Grab a spoon <laughs> and eat out my bacony ass.
0: <laughs> this made a lot of people think that eating bacon is a is as bad as smoking when it comes to cancer. But fear not. For I bring you tidings of comfort and joy. Unless you're vegan.
1: Oh, because it's that time of the year.
0: It is. Unless you're you're vegan. (laughs) No, fuck those guys. Smoking increases your relative risk of lung cancer by 2,500%. Eating two slices of bacon a day increases your relative risk for colorectal cancer by 18%.
1: What have you been eating two slices of bacon and i wish i ate two slices of bacon a day
0: <laughs> well given the uh, frequency of colorectal can- colorectal cancer that means your risk of getting colorectal cancer over your life goes from about five percent to six percent
1: so oh uh, but so don't worry negligible yeah it's pretty
0: negligible but don't worry vegans most of the people will never hear or read this unsensationalized info S- stories like this like the sensationalized uh, bacon is cancer causing and smoking will be on page one and something like this will be on you know, like page you know page five I'm sure you know the vegans will be able to use this bullshit for many years to come
1: wait 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 or, what if what if the government tries to control us by religion and what have they been trying <laughs> to control us by bacon uh that would probably work better actually (laughs) damn it would work better because i'd be like fuck i'm eating the bacon
0: Go the number of jews i hear about still eating bacon
1: (laughs) (laughs) like i know it's a sin but it's bacon they don't care they want bacon too i know i uh when i lived uh, up in yonder north area uh that'd be michigan uh my chiropractor back then was a jewish individual and i used to think that he would not not like you know uh he was definitely not orthodox. Uh, I thought he was more conservative, though. Uh, and then we went to the the rib fest in Kalamazoo one year, and sure enough, he and his 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 uh, like uncle or whatever that run this business, who are both you know practicing Jews, like sitting there mowing down some pork ribs. I just I'm like God bless you. And they were Jews. like, beef ribs oh, suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I talked to him later. He's like, yeah, I love ribs. A sewer of ribs. Good for you, sir. Good for you. <laughs> Take that, Temple of Solomon. Hey, uh, hey Jeff. Hey, what? How do you know if someone is atheist or vegan? I don't know. Don't worry, they'll tell you in the first three minutes of meeting you. (laughs) That's true.
0: That's true. (laughs) Or if they went to an Ivy League school.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, uh, some of our Ted Cruz went to an Ivy League school, so. Well, well, definitely if they went to Harvard. Uh, Okay. That shit will come out. All right, gotcha. Are you All right, ready? are we ready? Are we ready for some uh, the real enchilada here? Some wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. Oh, wibbly wobbly, w- what? Wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. <laughs> that sounds like not. That sounds like nonsense, Jeffrey.
0: Sounds like Doctor Who.
1: The pointing again. this crew screwdrivers. What are you going to do? Assemble a cabinet at Sonic Blaster, 51st Century, Weapon Factories at Villengarten. You've been to the factories? What? Well, they're gone now, I'm destroyed. Main reactor went critical, vaporized the light. Like I said, was. There's a banana grove there now. I like bananas. Bananas are good. People assume that time is a strict progression of cause to effect, but actually, from a non-linear, non-subjective viewpoint, it's more like a big ball of wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. Alfie. What are you doing here anyway? Yes, he likes that Alfie. But personally, he prefers to be called Stormageddon, Dark Lord of all. Sorry, what? That's what he calls himself.
0: How do you know that? I speak baby. Oh, no, like it. What? Your face. Well, I don't like it either. But it's all right up to the eyebrows. <laughs> there just goes here. Look at the eyebrows. These are attack eyebrows. You can take bottle tops off with these. They are mighty eyebrows indeed, sir.
1: Oh! Uh... Doctor Who? Um, Well, Jeff, maybe we should uh, give a little background as to what our, um, how shall we say, our entanglement, our uh, devotion to Doctor Who goes. Uh, First of all, when did you get into Doctor Who?
0: Um, It was probably when I lived in uh, Virginia Beach, uh, so probably around... Really?
1: You uh, go back that far?
0: Probably around 2008.
1: Well, okay, okay. How about you? Not bad. Um I actually remember flipping on, you know, back when televisions had those dials, you had to like change by hand. Remember those things? <laughs> yes. I remember flipping through and finding it coming like looking back on it later on, I'm sure it was PBS. Oh, yeah. But I remember finding uh and watching some Tom Baker episodes of Dr. Who, you know, in canine. I remember my mom walked in. And, you know, my mom was like she's very conservative, devoutly religious and um so she's always like kind of watching like what I'm watching and you know like I could not watch He-Man growing up. So, really? Yeah, throw Oh, that out no. There. Uh, yeah, it was not. No toys, no it, it was Titanic. Jeff rat, <laughs> Jesus. I mean not Jesus. <laughs> All right. Um so uh yeah, she walked in there she's like Ugh. That show looks so dumb. All the, eff- all the special effects are terrible. And <laughs> I'm sure she sounded just like that. And so I'm like, eh, it's pretty cheesy. And I just it remember was. flipping the chair yeah, on. Uh, yeah, it, it was. And I know Netflix has put a lot of these old episodes on, on there to watch. And I just can't bring myself, like, I want to, I really do, because I, I want to watch some of those old Tom Baker episodes and some of the other ones, uh, just to sort of like, I realize it's a different, day in filmmaking especially with the advent of computers but i want i want to respect the old stuff i just haven't gotten there yet i
0: I tried to uh, watch i I, tried to watch one of the old black and white ones but uh it was more black than white and it's like what i can't quite see what the hell is happening on the screen right now
1: (laughs) um no no um so anyway i actually did not get into doctor who until 2010 when i was told to watch Uh, You know, started watching with season one. And I actually, I tried to avoid it for a while. And then uh, I started watching, I think I started maybe in 2009, actually, when I think they first got put on Netflix or whatever. And I couldn't really get through the Christopher Eccleston episodes very well. And I was told by some friends, they are like, you just got to keep going. You just got to keep going. Yes. Uh, And eventually the Christopher Eccleston uh, episodes picked up and... Uh, of course, when David Tennant came in is when I was really hooked. Uh, so they're, they're in. So 2000, 2010 is when I was a fan of Doctor Who.
0: All right. So well, I've become even more of a David Tennant fan since I started watching Jessica
1: Jones. He is an like, awesome, oh, awesome villain. I've heard about I haven't started watching it. I've heard. Okay. I actually read an article yesterday saying that David Tennant's, what his name is, Kilgrave in the show? Yeah. Okay, David Tennant's Kilgrave is the greatest, most realized villain in the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, and I think they were even going on to say it of all comic bookness, like Kilgrave is the shit. I I can't
0: wait for you to watch it. I think you'll be impressed. Okay,
1: <laughs> well we I'll, I'll have to watch it, we we can we can do a uh, Daredevil Jessica Jones special or something.
0: There is one crossover character
1: uh, already. Um. Shall I spoil it for you? Uh, how how soon in the season does she come? He or she come in? Um, right towards the end, but it's not like oh, the, it's it's not like. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay, okay, okay. Don't don't do it. <laughs> I, I could <laughs> probably guess who it is, but I'm not gonna guess right now. Okay. Um. Anyway, back to Doctor All right, Who so, uh, and the kick in the Doctor nuts. Who. And the kick in the
0: nuts. You know, say what I what, I, what? Sub, I sub-labeled this uh, the death of cuteness
1: edition. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? Before we get there, let's let's talk about. Okay, I have to admit, uh, season seven was pretty rough for me personally. I didn't. I would. I don't even think I liked a single episode out out of that season. And I wasn't gonna. I'm not gonna say I was about ready to write Doctor Who off, but even though I think my favorite episodes of season seven were mediocre at best. Uh, and then some of them were just terrible. Uh, I think the one episode that I did like uh, from that season, and of course we're talking about Capaldi now. Yeah, uh, this Capaldi wasn't gelling for me. Uh, I, I, you know, to this day, Matt Smith is my favorite Doctor. I know that's probably the the, the less popular choice because people like to be up David David Tennant's butt all the time. Oh, I like uh, Matt but, Smith you know, too. I'm a Matt Smith guy. I, I, I like him.
0: I like uh, immediately with the whole oh, yeah.
1: that, as he's crashing. That's exactly it. Like Matt Smith just. Hit it right from the start. As soon as he and said the that, the fact that Capaldi had ha- such a hard time getting into it, uh, it really bothered me. And the shows just were not up to snuff. The writing was not up to snuff. Uh And then here we are in season eight, but and, and it's it is season eight, right? Uh Could be. Might have to edit this <laughs> part out later. <laughs> <laughs> is this season eight or season nine? It should be season nine. Okay. I'm a dumbass <laughs> all right. Ed, edit, edit that part out. Okay. So see, here we are in season nine. Sorry. I misspoke about season eight was the one that was rough for me. Uh, season nine. It is a complete turnaround for me. Like from episode one, Capaldi was like hitting it on all cylinders. I love the fact that he's metamorphosed into some sort of like rock and roll Dr. Who. I mean, that's <laughs> fucking perfect.
0: You think he really uh, plays yeah, the, 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 the,
1: the guitar? You know what? I'm actually inclined to think he does because I think Moffat or whomever wanted to, like, all right, what Capaldi is his own thing, and I think they were trying to shove him into the Matt Smith season eight mold a little, or season seven mold, rather, a little too much, and because, like, how he dressed when he first became Doctor was sort of very much like Matt Smith at the end of season seven, and, like... I think they're like okay. Well, what does this guy do? What does he bring to the table? And they probably saw him like sitting around jamming in his trailer one day. He's like, "Fuck it, we'll make him a guitar playing doctor." <laughs> Contagious uh, guitar playing doctor. Yeah, like like I I dig that uh, to a very large degree, uh, and I'm looking forward to Capaldi episodes. I'd say he's most I was last year.
0: I'd say he's most similar to the War Doctor.
1: Yeah, and you know that John Hurt, of course, plays the War Doctor, and I really like that character. And I think your wife actually tagged me for something on Facebook about how uh, John Hurt is going to be doing an audio presentation of Doctor Who that's going to be coming out cool. next year. So I'm kind of digging that one. Um, anyway, so let's talk about the season then, man. Season nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have, of course had the Christmas special, which is the uh, oh, it was not my it it was all right. Had yeah, the real Foster. first episode. Ed Nick Frost, that was a bonus. Yeah, it, 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 I think I play a little bit too much to that, but I don't know. I'm 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 a humbug kind of guy anyway. Uh, anyway, so the first I love how this season is also going in like two parter, two parter, two parter, uh, and yeah. there is a very common thread throughout episodes one through ten. I have to admit that I have not watched the most recent what one or two episodes. The oh. thing they just finished, right? Oh, you didn't watch? Th- no, no. No, oh, shit, I was traveling. Dude. Okay, I was shit, traveling. Dude.
0: What? <laughs> I really wanted to talk about this.
1: Oh, you can. I, I won't. I, I don't mind it being spoiled because obviously I'm going to watch them soon. But uh, I just won't. I won't have a whole lot to add to it at that point. Uh, although I can always pull something out of. My so, pocket. what was the last anyway. one that you watched? Just out curiosity. The Raven. Face the Raven.
0: Okay, so you did see the Kick in the Dick.
1: Yeah, yeah. The the death of cuteness. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. <clears throat> So, they've been doing this whole two-parter thing for the, a lot uh, this season, which I have dug. Uh, my least favorite episodes of the season were the Zygon episodes, which did not like them. Yeah, I, but they were trying to get out an important message, though. Yeah, they, they were, and it was actually very timely, sort of strangely timely, isn't it, Yeah. Uh, when that was coming out, really? Um, uh, do I smell yeah. another conspiracy theory? <laughs> Does, I think Stephen Moffat caused a Syrian refugee crisis. Right <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> All right. Not really. Not, not don't, don't call Alex. man. Don't, don't do it. <sighs> I just <Okay>. anyway. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, anyway. So yeah, they've been rolling around. Of course we have uh, Maisie Williams as one of the characters who comes along Um the girl who died was her premiere, premiere episode, which is episode five of the season, and for me like that like that episode was great, it was funny, it was serious you know had the the right gravity for it and then the woman who lived i, I actually I, I think I like the woman who lived episode the best out of the season so far I like the one you didn't watch <laughs> the best out of the season so far uh you talking about like the is the season finale was was that the season finale? The one on Saturday should have been the season finale. Yeah, oh, really? Well, yeah, I guess yeah, they, uh, that they does only make do like sense. twelve episodes. That, do, that does huh?
0: that does make sense. There was a huge reveal.
1: A huge, re- huge reveal. Yes. All right. Well, I'm, we'll get to that. You can tell me here in a second. Um, anyway, so sh- we, we we are entitling this the, the death of cuteness. Uh, Who is your favorite companion, Jeffrey? Oh man, that's a tough one. Um, Rose, Martha, Donna. Amy and Rory Ugh. Amy just Amy um Donna was awesome <laughs> uh, why well, I, I don't understand like a lot of people def, like they pick Donna and Rose as their favorite Rose I get like I love Rose I, I don't get Donna I've never really understood the Donna thing I like I, I like Martha I am one of the, like the very few people who loves Martha no Martha was good I you know, one of the reasons why I love Martha so much is because she was the first. Companion who was just like really fucking smart, and she could take care of herself. And of course, I think some people just didn't really like that. <laughs>
0: uh. Sexism much?
1: Um, I think so. <laughs>
0: um, wait. Um, uh my brain's not working. So
1: brain work. Uh, Coleman. Crap. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. General Lee Coleman. Yes. Uh, She's just so damn so you, cute. Wait.
0: <laughs> She's
1: like, oh, she is. She's, aw. A, she's a beautiful girl. I think she was dating uh, John. Uh, it was Richard Madden who plays Rob Rob Stark in uh, Game of Thrones at one point. I oh. think they're. I think she's actually date, dating Prince Harry or something now. Really? So Holy she's, shit! Yeah. So she's not having any problem picking up gentleman callers. Like, no wonder she's. Of course, like, she's moving on. Yeah. <laughs> she's moving on to a. Apparently, they're making a show. About the young, the uh, the younger years of Queen Victoria, which I'm actually very fascinated by. So I'm looking forward to that anyway, and I'm kind of glad she's already she's already gotten that kind of job because I do like her. I, I like General General Louise Coleman considerably, although I do have to admit that uh, Amy and Rory are always going to be my favorites. Yeah, like I, I, I just love the dynamic between the t- the three of them actually.
0: I've I've and I've the, enjoyed most of the companions, if not all. So it's hard to it's hard to choose. Yeah.
1: I I, I haven't had as much I, I did not care as much for Donna. And we can't forget does Wilf count? We should definitely count Wilf. Wolf was awesome too. It would be awesome. What about Captain if Jack? Our temporary companion was fucking Wilf. Wilf.
0: Wait, which one is Wilf?
1: That's Donna's grandfather.
0: Oh yeah. He was awesome. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying. And you can't forget Captain Jack. He was uh he was a good
1: companion uh, too for a little bit. Yeah, he's, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so uh yeah, Face the Raven Man. What do you think about that episode? The episode in which spoilers uh have abounded. I actually knew about this before I actually watched the episode. Uh good. Then have the character, you. Clara. Clara Oswald. Uh she meets her demise when she takes on Rigsy's uh death sentence for herself in a sacrificial move and uh the raven is a harbinger, not only the harbinger of death in our own uh, Western civilization. Apparently, well, it uh, is. But it was being used as a device by which to execute people, and of course, uh, Maisie Williams' character, Shilda, was back. She's actually been in several episodes this season. She uh, out besides be, the two that she appeared in, she turned out to be kind of a bitch, actually. <laughs> Her Character. Yeah, well, I, I I'm really looking because I love like I love Macy Williams as an actress. Oh yeah. I mean, just what she's done in Game of Thrones has like blown my mind as far as what a kid can do while acting. She's not so much a kid anymore anyway. But uh, how she's been on Doctor Who has just it's just jaw dropping, awesome. I mean, the, how I mean, she's I think she might have turned eighteen last like this past year. Uh, or, you know, she was 16, she might, she's right around there, sort of age-wise, and what she's able to accommodate, she's supposed to be this centuries-old, you know, human woman that the doctor accidentally sort of gave immortality to. I mean, how do you think you would, you know, how how would you react in those situations? Uh, What kind of person would you end up being? Uh, You know, I've sort of ascribed to the, the idea of, in Buddhism that, consciousness is suffering and so in in effect uh has been suffering for centuries
0: i'd uh i'd get a a storage place and collect knickknacks and coins and stamps and just you know wait until they're (laughs) valuable sell
1: them off and you know buy some stocks and bonds and and things like that why (laughs) yeah you don't think she's hurting for money at all no uh maybe maybe she should do be a little more active in trying to make the world a better place or maybe she's the one behind the conspiracies to blow up shit and make people religious and control the world. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's she, all, it's she all doesn't. Shilda.
0: She doesn't trust the doctor, and I think her.
1: her... Do, do you, would you trust the doctor? How many companions does he fucking kill, or something happened to? Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't trust the doctor. <laughs> well, what I, think... I would want to be saved by the doctor, be like, thanks, but stay over there. Well, I think what
0: what what happens is is her when she forgets stuff. It ends up, um, and only has her, her writings to look back on. It colors her impressions of the doctor. Oh,
1: uh, true. It's yeah. It's like, basically it's like when you speak with somebody via text, you don't really get emotion the meaning yeah. behind the words just necessarily uh and so until shilda is able to like add some emoji she might just be screwed <laughs> emoji
0: diary i bet i bet there are a lot of there kids we go that,
1: emoji diary The kids do keep diary. Uh, and, all right emo- go ahead and talk about the uh the missing et- the ones i have not yet watched then sir
0: oh it's it's just the one after face the raven um it's uh i can't remember the name of it actually but uh he basically you know, gets teleported at the end and he yeah, he, that. he comes out and he starts sounding all big badass, almost like a war doctor. All the stuff he promised her—you know, he wouldn't seek vengeance. He's like, "I'm seeking vengeance. I'm coming for you."
1: Oh, so he he's going after Shilda?
0: No, who's ever responsible for sending him there and setting up the whole thing with a shield?
1: Oh, like whoever made the deal or whatever. Okay, gotcha.
0: Um, Shilda sounded like she was in somewhat of a threat. Like, she, like um, what she'd built was being threatened, so she didn't have that much of a choice at what she did
1: and you know in her defense what she was doing was good it's just she wasn't quite going about it very well all right (laughs) continue
0: um but then but then he uh he sees this kind of apparition from a childhood kind of fear when he went to a woman's funeral uh back on gallifrey and uh and it and so he immediately goes from, I am going to kick your ass to, oh shit, oh shit, I'm scared. <laughs> and um, basically um, turns out that he's in, he's in that disc thing that uh, the uh, his last will and testament basically.
1: <clears throat> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's inside there. The one the, the that Missy was hanging on to.
0: Yeah, he's inside there and um, he uh, it's basically this thing that was made to torture him psychologically into giving him giving up information. They apparently what he guessed is they apparently want to know. <clears throat> Let me say first, every time he, he makes a admission, the thing that's stalking him slowly and it never stops, it's always coming. Whenever you know yeah. it's like hands are right around him and he admits I'm So scared. is it like the
1: movie It Follows? Oh,
0: I haven't seen I haven't seen that movie. Damn it, Jeff. Go see that movie or well. Is it good? Watch that movie. Is it good?
1: Yeah, it's it's entertaining.
0: Well, basically, whenever he admits a secret that he, you know, like when he says "I'm scared," the thing stops and he's able to get away. And then he admits another secret, and it'll stop. You know, the hands are like seconds from touching him, and he'll he'll it'll stop, and he can get away. So basically, it wants him to admit secrets he's never told anyone before.
1: And do you, and does he auto like we actually get as the audience get to hear the secrets? Yes. And oh, okay. that's
0: cool. uh, But anyways, he uh, they want I, he he figures out that they want to know. Where this, um, this hybrid creature between a Dalek and a Time Lord is because they think he knows.
1: Oh, the the one that was alluded to in the, uh, the other episodes. I got you.
0: Yeah. And so he never quite admits that. Um, in fact, he's, he's, he comes to the end of, uh, of, it's kind of a maze and he has to figure things out and he, he comes to the end of the maze. You know, I'm in room number 12 and the, and the castle he's in shifts all the time. Uh, you know, like the like the winding staircase, it, sh- it changes, but the whole yeah. castle. And so he has to find this uh, this room twelve, and um, by following all these different clues. And uh, inside there's this stuff like I can't remember how thick he said it was, maybe you know twenty meters or ten meters. I don't know, but it's like hard, you know, four times or hundred four hundred times harder than diamond. And he he starts punching what? at it, which Doesn't seem like a good idea. Um, and then the thing comes up and grabs him and it it actually kills him. But he says, what people don't know about time Lords is that we, we take, you know, you know, we take a slow time to die because our cells are always trying to regenerate. And so what he does is he crawls back to the teleporter room that he originally came into. And, uh, and where he found this skull in the beginning. And he, uh, he hooks himself back up to the machine and uses the last bit of energy that's coursing through his cells to to uh-huh. uh restart the machine because every room you're in if you change something when the, when everything moves and resets the room is identical to how you first found it. So he figures the same thing might be true about the 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 um the transporter. So he hooks the thing up okay. and boom he gets basically turned into dust all except for his skull. But before he does he writes the word bird in the in the in the ash that's built up yeah and he pops and he pops back in and starts having his you know like he just got there but he also he also notices eventually that um the stars it's like i've been you know they're not in the right place it's almost like i've been transported seven thousand years into the future and he eventually gets up to like you know millions of years because he keeps doing this cycle over and over and over again and each time he each time he punches his way a little bit further through this diamond over over billions of years millions of years and he he he's, at the end he's telling this story have you ever heard the the story about the time time mountain and the raven no basically a uh, a person a king asks or somebody or somebody asks the king you know how long is eternity uh if every day you had a you had a bird come and sharpen its beak on a diamond mountain by the time the bird wore the, the diamond down to nothing, that would be one day in eternity. And uh, so he starts you know, quoting that a little bit. He gets a little bit further each time before the thing grabs him and kills him again. He has to drag his ass up to hook himself back up to the machine. And he keeps doing it over uh-huh. and over again. He eventually breaks through and uh-huh. uh, goes through this portal. And uh, it turns out he looks over. There's Gallifrey.
1: So that's is that where the episode ends? Yep. <laughs> so he was on Gallifrey the entire time. No, he made it
0: f- through. Well, I guess maybe yeah, because the when he turns around, the thing he was stuck in the his his uh, last will and testament his disc, the disc yeah. yeah, is there in the sand, and he picks it up and it closes. And... That's f-
1: so basically the start of season ten will be him and Gallifrey. Yeah,
0: but I think I think you'll like the episode. I'm sure I left some parts and out. we
1: and we don't know who's perpetrating it. Um.
0: Maybe the Galfrians or the Galfrai or um, how do you say it? I don't know how you uh, Probably Galfrans. probably.
1: Galfrans. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Chiafre. Um. All right. I'm interested. Uh, I have to finish these episodes up then, man. It was pretty cool. The the whole idea of, you know,
0: and there's he he jumps in the water at some point and he looks down and it's just covered in skulls and it turns out. Remember that skull he? I told you he found in, in the... Right. They're all his skulls.
1: Oh, okay. I think from that's the what last,
0: I was doing. From the last incarnation. They're all his skulls from the last... So,
1: time. we we never really knew how old the doctor was before this. Uh, I guess we have to add like a couple million years now. Uh, I think it may have, I think
0: they may have gotten up into billions. I'm not sure. I can't remember. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Damn, son. <clears throat> Getting pretty up there. Yeah, he's an old man, man. And it's still but, Oh, But man. no, I don't think you can. That's cool though.
0: I don't think you can add the the time though, because he was killed every time, and it was like you know in Star Trek where the person's you know stuck in the buffer.
1: Oh, I understand what you're saying now. All
0: right. <laughs> like when they found Scotty stuck in the buffer. Yeah, right.
1: <laughs> True. Tre- <laughs> so oh, that episode. Anyway, all right. Well, that that's uh, interesting. I'm I'm interested to see where that's going to go next season and. Do we have any leads on who the next companion is going to be, or what? Uh, is that something? We're, is that something that we're just definitely not going to find out for a while? I I don't know. I've been trying to take guesses. Do we do we, do we have any any uh, ideas on who a temporary companion might be? Like, <sighs> it, does he go back to Rigsy and Rigsy follows him around for a while? Um, can can he dig up Will for the love of God? Um, I don't know. What Tell about me. what about the the girl who died? Um, you, t- you talking about shielda Yeah. Um, I don't think the doctor wants to be her, his companion. Well, doesn't want to. I don't think to, that would really work very well for him. Well, it might be an interesting... Uh, Although, and, and plus, she's going to be busy filming Game of Thrones. True, so, true. I don't know. Of course, we don't really know what's coming up in Game of Thrones. And maybe, uh, she w- might not be long for that set. I don't know. We, we don't know. Yeah, he has a um, tendency anyway. to kill people off. <laughs> he does. Oh. Um, he does. I mean... No, nobody gets out really unscathed. Rose was the most unscathed of the new series. Uh, even she had to go to like an alternate universe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and but she did get her wish of getting a version of the Doctor at least. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else has just been like Martha dies eventually. I think she she ends up working for, uh, oh shit, Torchwood and you know uh, all that. Martha but, died. I didn't remember uh, that she died. Yeah, I think she dies in Torchwood or something. Oh. Um been a while and then shit donna she just gets amnesia and forgets yeah, she ever had if she ever adventures. yeah, if she
0: ever remembers the doctor she just goes completely nuts or something
1: yeah we can't have that um um rory yeah rory and um, and um amy got amy. to live out their lives in the 19th century america right which they're pretty much okay or whatever it was yeah they, i mean they live but they don't get to live in their own time period I guess that could probably be pretty advantageous in the long run. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't mind doing that necessarily. As as oh, I'll yeah, be back to 1860. I'll bet stuff and get rich.
0: It's like, well, they had toilets then, so everything's okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, as long as somewhere with indoor plumbing. Like people ask me, uh, you know, being a Roman-type individual, uh, people are like, oh, is that your favorite period of history? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't want to live there. Are you crazy? Their food was shit. And they had well, they did sort of have indoor plumbing, but it's not as good, all right. Well, that you know, you could drink some of that lead water. <laughs> or yeah, I don't want the fucking lead water. <laughs> no, I I much prefer our uh, modern world. Um, I mean, from like anywhere from the nineteen probably thirties on, I I would be okay with you know. Well,
0: Great Depression. You don't want to skip that part? World War Two
1: yeah but you know what i i really i've been really digging that era of history lately
0: so you know i'm, I'm gonna get I'm, i think it's okay
1: well yeah, right, right. it's, I, it's an
0: interesting right. period of history but like you know the old, it is. old curse it's, you, know, like you live think, in interesting times
1: i think it's because like that's our grandparents generation uh we might poo poo it a little bit but now that those people are dying off i'm starting to see it more for what it is as a, a truly great era in history american history anyway
0: Alright, well I think All right. that wraps it up. Let's do it. And now Live it's dear. and now it's time for Darwin Weeps. Fucked up Florida. Uh, Fucked up Florida edition. Stories uh, about dumb people that would make Darwin weep for the future of our species.
1: You are so dumb. You are really dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb,
0: so... a 14 year old from fishborough had never gotten in trouble at school until one day she learned that a male friend was having a bad day as consolation ella put her arms around him in a hug that lasted less than less than a second um as well as well as a blemish on her former spotless disciplinary record ella received detention because she apparently because apparently she had been warned
1: ella's detention notice lists the reason for punishment uh is it like, maybe the school is like uh, Arrested Development. You know, Jeffrey Tambor, they come to visit Jeffrey Tambor's character, and they're like, no touching!
0: <laughs> well, it was listed as her second PDA, because she received a uh, warning. No touching! She received a warning last month after the same boy she hugged had put a
1: hand on her head. You know what, man? I Maybe, this kid's 14. I remember reading about this something, something like this a couple years ago. Uh, in a different state where it was like, like five and six-year-old children that this happened to, which of course was overboard uh, as far as the reaction to yeah. it. But it's like, uh, you don't understand, man. 14-year-olds, uh, you don't want to see that shit, man. You just don't. Like It's it's cute when they're little, but when you're 14, you're like, keep your hands to yourself, man. <laughs> like, I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't have a lot of sympathy in this instance. Really? I thought it, I, I don't. I thought it was a bit ridiculous. You know what? W- watch a couple fourteen-year-olds make out and hug and touch. And just like that whole like it just makes me feel awkward, and I'm just like I'm done. I'm so fucking done.
0: Well, from what With I bad, from what so. I gathered, it was like a pat on the head was the first Ugh. first crime, and the other one was like okay. Like is a, it? Oh, I'm sorry. Is this reaction
1: and... is is this reaction absurd? Probably, but do I really feel for our dear friend Ella? Not at all. I'm sorry, I don't. Well,
0: it's not just about Ella. It's about the ridiculousness. Let me let me continue. Ella attends Jackson okay. Jackson Heights Middle School in Oviedo, Florida. Part of the Seminole. Oh, I know Jackson Heights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of the Seminole. <laughs> uh, part of the uh. Seminole. <laughs> County School District, the district code of conduct prohibits inappropriate or obscene acts, including unwelcome or inappropriate touching or any other physical act that is considered to be offensive, socially unacceptable. You know, they,
1: they need that guy from arrest development, then, in their school. <laughs> you know, so instead of having like a school resource officer, they just fucking need somebody to just go around and go, no touching.
0: Well, here's why I think they get them or not suitable for an educational setting. Because none of the other stuff, you know, like a hug to some of depressed it yeah you know, wouldn't be unwelcome or inappropriate or offensive but the but right. once you get once you put in the not suitable for educational setting they can get you in damn near anything.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's that's not lear- you're not learning by bogging. <laughs> and like that's not
0: good. And like a lot of insane rules, Whatever. it's up to the principal's discretion to determine what kind of touching is inappropriate. And I'm sure it would never be used as an uneven um you know punishment to students that the principal doesn't like you know Uh,
1: no No. (laughs) principals never do that
0: Uh, the Jackson Heights School banned hugging altogether um, this year in addition to holding hands linking arms and kissing so
1: no linking of arms those bastards so I guess the uh, that's the how how are they supposed to say how are they supposed to play Red Rover
0: or Wizard of Oz reenactments or old-timey,
1: crossed-arms. <laughs> <laughs> or old- oh, Whenever no, whatever you say old-timey, you have to start talking like that. So wait, old-time, old-timey,
0: that- crossed-arms, Amish courting.
1: <laughs> Did you just say Amish courting? Amish courting, yes. <laughs> I, I'm just going to... I'm just, I'm just kind of
0: Yeah, yeah. See, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, that, that's that's enough. Whatever, you know, all of our listeners are like, fuck these guys, uh, we're done.
0: <laughs> well, it, it can, in in a conversation with all his mother, mother the, the principal said the the PDA, the pretty PDA rule would continue to be strictly enforced even in the case of oh, so family just, members.
1: He just doubled down. Uh, but even in the case of family members. So if you, like, show up to... That's because... They're not there is no scantron located on the human body therefore they cannot run it through the test machine to, fit, to get data on whether or not that child is learning so therefore no touching <laughs> guess not but imagine you go you hug your kid when you pick him up and, you, and the kid gets in trouble for it
0: how fucked up would that be
1: uh, i think they'd probably have some other issues on on, on hand if yeah. that were the case um, anyway all right man keep going you are so dumb you are really dumb for real. So dumb, so dumb, so dumb, so dumb.
0: A Florida sheriff is furious. Obama took his military tank away and said, "People
1: will die because of this decision." Uh, Obama took his tank. <laughs> Police in Florida. First America... of all, what sheriff? What what sheriff's department that you know of has a tank? Um, apparently more than we think of. <laughs> like a real like because like uh, they call some of the SWAT vehicles tanks, but they're not really tanks.
0: Well. I have some stuff about that. Uh, uh, you know, okay. they're complaining. You know, Obama's doing the whole recalling of military-style tanks from police forces, which really—why do most police forces need tanks? But anyways, uh, the Volusia County Sheriff Ben Johnson <laughs> said losing his uh,
1: Volusia defense. sounds like Fallujah, and that means they're terrorists. <laughs> yeah, then
0: maybe they need the tanks then. Um, and yeah, M113, an armored personnel carrier, will result in some uh, yes, officers okay, going on suicide missions.
1: That, those are the SWAT vehicles, then.
0: Yeah. Um, they, they still have another tank uh, uh, or something similar, an, an NRAP, a uh, mine-resistant ambush-protected vehicle. But the difference is the uh, the M113 has tracks instead of wheels, so it's way cooler. Uh,
1: uh, I mean, shit. it has tracks and allow it to travel in trains. Wheels won't go. In Florida, because we have all these hills and mountains here. I think it was in Daytona. <laughs> they have all that sand there.
0: <laughs> Well, that's the end of that one. Oh,
1: um, you are
0: Michael Schlieger, yeah. uh, a deputy for the Pinellas County Sheriff's Department, was slated to receive a MAD or Mothers Against Drug Driving Award in July for making more than 100 DUI arrests.
1: <laughs> oh my God, he's a he's a hero. <laughs> but when
0: Gulfport Police Chief Robert Vincent saw him staggering around outside the awards venue, <laughs> he told uh, Oh my God, he, he told Schliega he seemed too drunk to go inside.
1: <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, none taken.
0: Uh, Schlieger responded oh, to Vincent's warning with. Disrespectful comments.
1: Go and boil your bottom, sons of a silly person. I'll blow my nose at you. I don't want to talk to you no more, you empty headed animal food trough whopper. I fart in your general direction. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries.
0: Uh, Vincent's your mother smell, smells of elderberries. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Vincent sub- subsequently informed the deputy supervisor that Shluga was wasted. Uh, they ordered him to go back to his hotel room, and he never received his award. Shluga <laughs> is dis- was disciplined, aka rips- wrist slapped last month with a day of paid oh day of paid suspension, and was mandated. Oh,
1: poor guy! He got a vacation day. Out no of shit.
0: It. Um, and it was mandated that he write an apology letter to Vincent for calling him bad names.
1: Well, uh, maybe all 100 of his arrests were actually just him arresting himself. <laughs> oh, shit, i am drunk again. I better go to jail. Well, it helps him meet his quote. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Jeff, we got some stuff to talk about in the, uh, the old, the ye old apocalyptic. apocalyptic. Hey. I'm having a jump. You're getting it, too. Ye old. um, uh, Yeah. Ye all apocalyptic post <laughs> oh, my God. You know, oh, my God, yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk about that. Um, well, we, we did a little bit about The Walking Dead on our previous episode, so you know we're, we're not going to rehash that. And I was really lagging the writing in this season. And, um, well, well, we'll come to that in a moment. But uh, there was the mid-season finale this past Sunday uh, in which the inhabitants of Alexandria are scurrying for their lives uh, because the church that was next to the walls fell in on the wall, and a bunch of the zombies came in. That's, well, and by, by a bunch, I mean all of
0: them. That's an interesting twist, that it was the hungry. church that fell oh,
1: and let the oh, demons oh, in. Oh, Jeff, are you reading something into that? <laughs> well, you, one could. That the church brings death? <laughs> you, you are a subversive little bastard, <laughs> sir. Yes, all right. Um, I, I did not read that into it, so uh, I, I guess kudos to you. Uh, I may, Maybe the the showrunners are trying to make a statement. Who knows? But it's interesting. I've not heard anything. Or it could just be a, a coincidence. backlash about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a really strange coincidence. But I guess what other buildings have towers these days? Oh, Glenn's uh, alive. Anyway. Glenn's alive. Oh, yeah. That's the other big thing. Uh, how do you feel about that? Um, how, how do you feel about Glenn being in the land of the living for the moment? I like Glenn.
0: Maybe I'd like to. Maybe he'll get to see his baby be born. Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. Um, maybe they won't kill him after. Ah, uh, Glenn. <laughs> well, yeah. If you if you follow the comic books, yeah, Glenn. Yeah, you told me that. <laughs> does not survive the initial meeting with Negan. Um, and maybe he will survive the show because I know a lot of people like him, and they're probably a little more keen to keep an Asian American character on. The actual show, I, and I can see why they would do that, honestly. And wasn't uh, Rick supposed but, to lose okay. his hand or something from an infection? Uh, that would have happened long before now. So I, do, I think for practical reasons, for budgetary reasons, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, although I read some on some you know, Reddit or whatever that uh, what's going to be coming up is uh, Jesse – all right, so Jesse. Uh, I read somewhere that Jesse, like Rick's, gonna have to hack her hand off after like the the zombies get the kid and they bite her as she's trying to like save him or whatever. And so he just like takes a big whack out of her. Uh, I don't. That's all. That's all rumors. And yeah, yeah. Like I don't actually think that's true. Uh, But we know that something bad is about to happen Um, because as the episode went down, two bad things actually were going down. Uh, Did you see like the the little clip that played later on in the uh, end of the Badlands episode? Uh, Which one was that? What are you talking about? Well, it's where uh, Sasha and Abraham and Daryl run into some of the saviors. Oh, is that who they ran into? Yeah. Okay. I didn't um, know that. It is. And, okay. So you have the Alexandrians who were all in that house except for Deanna because she bought the farm on that one. Ah, um, They're trying to sneak out using zombie the zombie gut routine. Yeah. And you have poor little Sam or whatever the hell is his name? Sam. Yeah. Poor little Sam who he's already heavily traumatized. His mind is and gone. <laughs> Yeah, there's just any normal child would not be doing that, and yeah, you know, I was most worried about Judith like crying or cooing. Yeah, me too. Me too. Snoring. Snoring. And <laughs> then you have Ma mom, Ma Ma and I almost want like Stewie Griffin in there to go, ma ma ma. <laughs> um, like cause that, will, that's, that's what that, that is, except for zombies. Mom, mom,
0: mom, mommy, 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 mama. Mama, mama, ma, 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 mom, 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 mommy, mommy, mama, mama, mama. What? Hi. <laughs>
1: um. <laughs> so, uh, I, of course. They just cast Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan, and the I think the idea is we're going to see him in the season finale. It uh, makes me wonder what the hell's going on for the rest of this season. I mean, if the rest of the season is them wandering around Alexandria trying to survive, and then Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham trying, and of course Glenn and Edith, because they were in that episode too, for, briefly, mm-hmm. uh, trying to figure out how to get the herd away and save everybody. You know, like... <sighs> I'm not. at uh, The beginning, of the front end of the season, I was really happy with the writing, and now I'm just. This is just fucking lazy. Well, they keep, I, I'm not liking this.
0: They keep making the same freaking mistake over and
1: over and over. Okay, you know what? That's the other thing I wanted to talk about in in, in this episode of Kinky Tauntaun. is I read. I don't know if anybody you uh, you or anybody who's listening gets on the Lit Reactor. It's a great website uh, for writers and uh, what's it called? Those who are just into, litreactor.com okay um anyway uh somebody posted a while back uh, an essay about how all of Stephen King's work is anti-intellectual and uh, you know somebody who went through a phase many years ago reading oh yeah I'm gonna say 90 90- 90 95 percent of his stuff, uh, I had to come to the same conclusion that the writer of the essay did that Stephen King's work was anti-intellectual. And sort of just it just hit me like you said that they keep doing the same mistakes over and over and over again. It, it, it hit me that this genre, the zombie genre, is fraught with anti-intellectualism. I mean, all you have to do is is look at our poor doofus character. Uh, who was the intellect? He was the one uh, oh, yeah. leading everyone to Alexandria, and um, he—he's you know Eugene is his name. Yeah, e- Eugene's trying to say how smart he is, but like nobody likes him. Nobody wants to be around him. Uh, the other only other intellectuals we ever sort of get a, a, a even seeming glance of is uh, like the doctors that we run into. Diana, and I, 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 Reg. Know, and, and, and yeah, they all fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you Yeah, know, like Peter, he was a doctor and he was an asshole. Yes. And and so you have this this great dichotomy between what is happening on the show and what would happen logically. And I realize when you watch anything in the horror genre, there has to be a big suspension of logic anyway. But let's let's you know let's go down that route, Jeffrey. We we've long discussed. Who would survive the zombie apocalypse? The first ones that come to mind, of course, are are who? Oh, uh, you mean the rednecks? The redneck hillbillies who would probably kill themselves over like who had the best zombie NASCAR? All right. Yeah, they would kill a lot. Like, they, like, would they kill would probably, a lot of
0: each other too, but that way.
1: Yeah, but that, that's why I'm like, oh, you voted for Obama once? You must take a bullet in the head. Yeah, you know, I'm not <laughs> saying all that's like that, but like I'm pretty sure like that is a lot of what's going on. Uh, for them and then you have like all these other people who are are intelligent you know like engineers who have uh scientific and practical knowledge that can be used uh and i think i threw this out the other day when we were first talking about this like macgyver like how would uh, macgyver of course he's the, the the paragon of that that sort of trope or whatever but like if macgyver we're in the zombie apocalypse. Number one, he'd set up a fortress that was safe in many ways. And he'd have fucking zombies on gerbil wheels generating electricity. <laughs> all right. Mm. And it'd be like, and eventually you'd see like all these zomb- zombie gerbil wheels running for, you know, food or whatever, all these gerbil wheels and the entire, like utopian society. Uh, you picture <laughs> on the inside of the walls and everybody's like having sex and, you know, reading Kafka smoking dope whatever you
0: can go visit grandpa on the hamster wheel instead of going <laughs> instead of going to a gravestone after grandpa dies go visit him on yeah. the hamster wheel hi right.
1: grandpa so, <sighs> and you know i don't know why it's taken me i guess it took me reading that but that essay uh about a month or so ago to really realize it but like once the, this thing with Eugene and with Peter the the doctor guy in alexandria who Rick kills at the end of last season um <sighs> And even how they're saying, Morgan's not an intellectual; he's just a guy who thinks differently than everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's pretty much the bad guy now. I mean, what's going to happen with that? I mean, don't get me wrong; I think Carol's badass, and I think she should probably be running the place. But they—they've even set this guy up, who has a difference of a strong difference of opinion, to be the asshole. Well, oh,
0: that whole conflict between Carol and Morgan—I was like, place and time, woman. Come on,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, that too, that too, and I thought it would, like that's why I said some of the raid, the the writing had just gotten a little too lazy. Yeah, I don't believe a little too too opportunistic. Like that's not what's going to be happening at that. you know, Oh, cool, she got concussed. Fuck that. She's still not going to do that. No, she would wait her time and place. So, in fact, time. if anything, she would have her own set of eyes on that wolf, watching him until the the opportunity was right. I just don't did not buy that. Uh, pissed me off. And the, this like the, like I said this this. Undercurrent of anti-intellectualism is it's such bullshit for the what really got me thinking about that the one thing is what you what you just mentioned to start this conversation like nobody has a better way of doing things everybody is a fucking dumbass It's like nobody ever cracked a history book it's like really none of you have ever yeah that's the other thing that's the other thing we were talking about right 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 like even even those of us who may not have as much of the scientific knowledge is we're history nerds and we would know how to build a medieval fortress to keep these these fuckers out and like even human beings out like we could do that well, I, I don't understand why they're not there
0: it, it's hard to drive it's hard to they're drive stupid. a truck into the walls if there's uh, you have a 10 foot bit of earth then a 20 foot deep pit you know 10 <laughs> foot 20 yeah. deep pit in between that you can't drive right up it's called a parapet you know para around yeah, ex-
1: yes god damn it oh my god these people all right well you know what i still like the show but i'm, I'm wary of it now i'm wary of it. also uh, i feel like anything that anybody who can do something stupid is just gonna do something stupid and they the writers are gonna take convenient choices uh in the you know their little writing rooms or whatever and i don't like is it because smart people don't create enough conflict for them to write a good episode fuck that probably have <laughs> some intelligent people who are contributing to the actual society and create conflict in other ways quit being fucking lazy about it:
0: Well, another thing is um, you know same thing with any, anybody cracked a history book you know guns are good, guns are great, but you know back when they had bowmen, they had people with spears or people with shields protecting the bowmen because when it comes to when it comes to people yeah right right, right. when it comes to people who are attacking you hand to hand, shields,
1: armor you know. Close and where weapons. are all the fucking people who, like, they should be manufacturing bows and arrows, man.
0: Yes, bows and arrows. Like, you, don't even have
1: to, you don't even have to manufacture the bows. You can probably find enough and just make your own bow. Like, they're not. it's not as complicated as bullets. You don't need the sulfur. You don't need the potato. You don't need the same ingredients. All you need is wood, arrow, head, done. Well, even like they have a wall, all you have to do is
0: find something significantly heavy. And yep. you have a team of people on the walls. You find something significantly heavy that you can tie a and rope. And start dropping it. That you can tie a rope around, and you just start dropping. Let's say you let's say you kill three a minute. How many how many
1: <laughs> how many of those do you think? Three well, three a minute is probably a little too too generous. But even one a minute, you're going like there's probably what a thousand of them standing outside those walls. Yeah. Well, before the wall fell, um, even one a minute, I mean, you're going to kill a significant number of zombies a day. uh, and you're going to be, of course, you'll be piling up the bodies next to the wall, so the others behind them can't get to the mm-hmm. wall either. You know what I mean? What,
0: was it Sung It's probably Sung somebody like that, or probably many military authors have written this. You don't let disparate groups of enemies gather in large numbers. You just yeah. don't. And when they do, you have to take them out before they keep gathering.
1: <sighs> but you know what? Deanna knew Latin. <laughs> What? <laughs> so like I, got, I mean, oh, there yes. was the other day on the cops, like, oh, she's smart.
0: Oh, she's dead. Go figure. Uh, she's smart in a pussy kind of way, though.
1: Like, Uh, uh well, she, uh, she, she was, she was just naive, is what it amounts to. I don't really think she was a pussy because I think she was ready to, to do things the right way. Eventually, you know, once she saw, yeah, 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 yeah. it was too late, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's just like that's just the anti-intellectual anti-intellectualism of the show. Yeah, they could be Whatever.
0: you know I'm they done. could be sitting pretty on uh you know on a you know Mott and Bailey that they build in the middle you know. That's I'm serious, too, man. Too steep why for are, Why to get up. are we
1: running things? <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Also, I wanted to talk about uh Ron. You know uh, Jesse's son.
1: Oh, the one who tried to kill Carl. He's yeah, bad. Yeah, little bastard. I mean, he had. You know, been... I almost thought that he. You almost saw it. I almost thought that Carl was going to off him when they went into that one room together. Like, I think you could sort of like, oh, he's expecting to get shot by Carl now. (laughs) Uh, Uh,
0: Carl's uh, nice. Hopefully it won't come back to bite him in the ass, but you know,
1: well, you know what? I'm uh, this whole, like Sam, you know, he's not going to survive. He's just not, um, Jesse, she has the potential to not survive. And like, Honestly, I'm, I'm just sort of done with that family. Uh, of course, they, they set Pete up from the get-go to be the asshole. And, Ale- you know, I keep wanting to call her Alexandra. That's a real name. Um, Jesse is – once Sam goes, she's not going to be in any kind of right mind. No. And they might make her sort of go crazy. I could see that happening. Well, it happened to Rick for a while. The action. Happ- happened to Rick Well, no, man, like in, in the comics, Carol goes batshit crazy. Ah. And I could actually see that happen to Jesse, and I mean, especially both of her sons. And now her husband, you know, they're they're all gone then. But Ron um, that would be Ron did show a willingness
0: to kill, so does that mean he might be well, a Well he does,
1: but not the right people. I, I know. Uh, but,
0: <laughs> but that could that mean that, you know, after he has an attitude adjustment, he can be a survivor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a dick yeah. right now. All right, man. <laughs> uh, that's the apocalyptic post. Let's, let's wrap that one up right. and let's move on to the next.
0: And now it's time for our science, history, and technology segment. We call cool shit. Cool, cool, cool,
1: cool, cool, shit, cool, shit,
0: cool. In this cool, cool, cool. <laughs> in this cool shit, we have another instant, another installment of fuck cancer. A British baby is recovering after a world first in the treatment of cancer. Layla Richards had had one of the worst cases of leukemia her doctors had ever seen, and when chemotherapy and bone marrow transplants failed, Layla's condition was judged hopeless. She was expected to die within months. Um, When all of the treatments failed, her parents were told to expect the worst, but they refused to give up, and the doctors at London's Great Ormond Street Hospital got permission to give Layla a treatment so experimental that it had only been tested on mice. So it hadn't even worked up to rats Uh? yet. Uh, Uh? Layla Richards' life was saved by blood cells that had been genetically modified to make them fight cancer. Uh, Scientists made three changes to the cells, which came from a random donor in the U.S., Uh, first they added genes that fight leukemia uh, a cancer of the white blood cells these genes made a protein that zeroed in on the cancer and killed the disease cells um, then they used a cutting-edge technique called talons is uh, a program or something to switch off two genes. Switching off the, f- you know, what? I think I did read something about this, something, something about yeah. this. Yes, switching off the first gene ensures the donor's cells wouldn't be rejected by Layla's body or by anyone else given the treatment in the future. That's cool. Uh, that's that is cool. Turn- eugenics, man. Yeah, <laughs> well, gene editing. Anyways, I guess that is a form of eugenics. Uh, turning it, off, it has to be. turning off the second gene meant they weren't wiped out by powerful drugs that were essential to her recovery, so the chemo and stuff wouldn't kill them. So that's, usually it just thrashes huh. your, your immune system. Intriguing. All right, that's cool. Uh, um, she, in June, Layla was given an infusion of 50 million of the genetic, genetically engineered cells. Uh, once in her body, they spent three months seeking out and killing leukemia. In September, when the cells had killed as much of the cancer as they could, Layla was given a bone marrow transplant. Uh, weirdly, the bone marrow transmi- uh, transplant did kill the cells the the donor cells that's that's weird but she's making healthy cells on her own now um the genetically modified cancer cells were killing during the trans oh i understand uh yes they were killed the genetically modified cells were killed during transplant so sadly there is little hope for layla developing superpowers (laughs) <laughs> oh, what a shame. Uh want me some superpowers. Superpowers. Tweaking donor cells in a different way could also allow other cancers, including lung tumors, to be targeted. Talens is one of a wave of new gene editing techniques that has caused huge excitement because they allow DNA to be accurately altered. Uh-huh. Um, this is the, this is the first time that cells edited using talent have been given to a person and only the second time in the world any gene editing cells have been used. It is hope the, it's hope that the technique can also be used to correct genetic faults, uh, that cause diseases like cystic fibrosis and hemophilia. Uh, the other, the other one I've heard of, the other gene editing technology is called uh, CRISPR. I've heard a lot about that. This is the first time I actually heard of talent, but anyways, that's, that's your
1: cool shit. There's hope. Woo! Alright man, thanks a lot Oh shit Alright, moving right along It's time to check in with our boy Bruce Campbell Stirring in Ash versus Evil Dead Bad Ash Bruce Bad Bruce Alright you primitive screwheads, Listen up I'm Bad Ash ah! Good Bad I'm the guy with the gun How does it feel? Movie. Boom, stick,
0: stick, stick. Boom, 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 hail to the king baby uh
1: let's see here i did not watch this past sunday's episode oh, by I, no. I am current up until then <laughs> what
0: oh no man oh, well, that, oh that's oh, a Jesus. really cool episode <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh you know what there's not you can't really spoil episode those kind of episodes, okay so, like, so you can tell me whatever you okay, want okay good because it's like i get I mean, to
0: spoil another one for you
1: you bastard uh but no i i I, that episode with with rogers oh my god (laughs) that was awesome like i uh well they're at like the dinner scene it's the dinner scene that made it well they're they're sitting there eating dinner and you know he keeps looking at her and the eating the meat or whatever and the the manner of the conversation is just it's so spot on wasn't there like blood
0: streaming out of her mouth every time yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. I sent you an old pic of her on the on the you know the wrap-up yeah, I saw. show. Oh I saw that. That's nice. Well, that's Mimi Rogers, right? right. <laughs> uh anyway, so the last episode I watched is when they were trying to get the uh the Necromonicon translated by the b- bookstore owner. And uh <laughs> Is this is this sort of anti-intellectualism as well? It's like this one guy is like, Yeah, I'll just- Get a damn here. Yeah. And then stupid, you know, dumb, dumbass Ash is like the one who's the, the savior of the world. Well, they're, it, they're anti-intellectual
0: again. for humor's sake, not for like, yeah, this is yeah. what we okay, really that's do. A, that's,
1: this is our justification. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, actually, I like the uh, the other character that Ash is part of his team. What what was the name of the team that they came up with? It was a really terrible oh, name. Oh, shit. I can't remember. The, the Ghost Beaters. <laughs> ghost beaters ghost, like, oh, ghost beaters, ghost, yeah ghost ghost beaters um no i really like the character of kelly and of course uh pablo is up there but like kelly seems really smart i like that uh smart savvy women are hard to come oh, by. in these roles going back like. to
0: episode two for a moment what did you think about the the fight between him and his former <laughs> boss and the
1: Oh, that that was pretty short-lived, I mean, in terms of screen time. But the uh, old-school
0: dummy that had the head ripped off.
1: <laughs> oh. That was like, oh, yeah. man, that is so old-school. That's awesome. That's so that's so Sam Raimi, if anything.
0: Man. And and how the father died Sam. with the fork to the
1: eye. Oh, yeah. And then, of course, came back and Lucy Lawless's character. We got to talk about her. Oh, yeah. Uh, she, I was right, remember? The role was revealed. I was that right. she's the... Uh, I don't remember. I said. I said that. that were. I said
0: that it was her. That, that she was probably his long lost sister. Wait, what? I said that she was probably his sister.
1: Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, his sister?
0: She's Ash's. She's Ash's sister. God damn it, Jeff.
1: Yes. What do you mean she's Ash's sister? Was that that was okay. Is that in the, the brand new episode? Could be. <laughs> uh, because I'm sorry. no, she in the she was talking about how she was telling the uh mm. the cop how she, uh it was her dad and, that you were uh the first victims or whatever, and he called forth in the cabin and like her sister died, and her father, and of course that harkens to the original one as well. Yeah, wasn't that Ash's uh, mother
0: in the basement? The, you know. I don't think so. Oh, so maybe maybe it's not maybe it's not his sister. Like I said, we need to watch this oh. again because it's been a while.
1: I well, no, yeah, but this okay. So you, you were basing it off a false premise. Yes, sorry. Okay, all right, my we we cleared up. <laughs> we have cleared it up. We're we're not brother and sister here. Okay, uh, yeah. It was just like she's the, I guess the other because in Evil Dead Two, it's a, a girl who comes to the cabin, and it was her dad. And then of course they're saying that this is the sister of the girl, I guess, from Evil Dead 2. Okay, the, okay, uh, okay. Inferences. Oopsie. I'm glad we got that figured out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, anyway. Uh yeah, so I I'm interested to see what happens with, with that character. She's obviously obviously has an axe to grind, but oh my god. Ash on his little acid trip. <laughs> Holy Jesus, was that awesome? Oh shoot first. Think never. <laughs> i guess that is anti-intellectual isn't it Oy. but no it's funny okay that's the difference that's hilarious because that's what you're not supposed to do yes it's but it is didactic we're learning something it did
0: remind me of uh mushin no mushin from uh japanese samurai the the mind no mind the oh that's true so it, it reminded me a lot of that I, I i don't know if that's where they were going with it <laughs> you never know they could have just made it uh, yeah. a complete
1: joke but uh, anyway, so as far as how this scene, like, okay, I, I kind of keep track of how critics are viewing things. I don't, not so much on TV shows, If I like a show, I like it, but I don't, not I don't. Uh, but I just had it. Cause like, I was loving, I even texted you after I watched the, uh, episode four. I'm like, dude, I'm absolutely fucking loving this. I don't think you ever responded actually. And like, maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm the only one who, who absolutely loves this. And then I checked, you know, IMDB and Rotten Tomatoes. So did and, I. Like the. You know, the the critical consensus is you know it's out of the ballpark awesome, uh, which you know maybe sort of validates how awesome I you know I was viewing it as, uh, but yeah you should it has an IMDb rating of nine point one, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is like ninety six or ninety eight percent. How many uh, how much favorable.
0: stuff has an, has a rating of nine point one? It can't be a
1: whole lot. Not no not a lot. Like The Godfather <laughs> is you know, like that's like a nine point two. Um, and as far as tv shows I, I don't know what other shows do um in the yeah, i was actually reading something yesterday about like the top shows of, uh so far this season and uh they had ash versus evil dead ranked number three they had jessica jones ranked number two and they had uh, a show that i have not yet watched from netflix it's that aziz ansari show master of none oh and i watched that apparently apparently i even before i read that some, one of my other friends was telling me how good that was and how much I needed to watch it. I might check it out. So uh, I don't think it's going to be, be better than Ash vs. Evil Dead, <laughs> uh, but damn it, I will give it a whirl. Oh, the episodes, no, I'm absolutely are, loving it. the
0: episodes are so torturously short.
1: Yeah. No, but it's But you over. know what? <laughs> it, when, it, when it's all over, I'm gonna, like, it's going to make binging it awesome. Yes, that's true. What did you think of Elagos? Oh, the demon? That was a
0: badass demon. Uh,
1: yeah, that was pretty disturbing, yes, man. Yes, very disturbing. Uh, I, like it, it kind of reminded me of something from, like, Silent Hill, but that's lame, <laughs> yeah. and so this is way cooler.
0: But yeah, I, I, I was, like, thoroughly creeped out by that, yes.
1: Yeah, it was very, very creepy. I'm interested to, to see what else that they can come up with right, f- in that round.
0: Fine, I won't and of spoil course you... episode five for you. What? Go ahead and say it.
1: No, it's just... What do you got to say?
0: Well, there's a lot of cool shit that happens, of course. There's a lot of violence and, you know uh well, drug
1: use Car- carol syrup with red dye that's how they made it in the original one
0: violence and, and drug use and uh sexual innu- innuendo you know all good
1: stuff <laughs> so like every other episode <laughs> up until yes last. <laughs> awesome <laughs> begging for more oh my god all right um so that's our check in on, ba- on bad, ash bruce. bad ash bruce let's go ahead and r- get our final segment in
0: And now they're not that important, not even close to normal, but definitely not boring. It's N3 News. All right. Melbourne, Australia. A kangaroo startled by a man walking his dog attacked the pair, pinned the pet underwater, and slashed the owner's abdomen with its hind legs.
1: Kangaroos are bastards! (laughs)
0: Uh, When Rickard tried to pull his dog free, the kangaroo turned on him, attacking him, and tearing a deep gash in his abdomen and across his face. Uh, Richard said he ended the attack by elbowing the
1: kangaroo in the throat. That's pretty badass. <laughs> Adding, uh, I'm having uh, I'm having like these visions of like MMA fighting because you know kangaroos can box and shit. <laughs> I'm like you know, like what do you, what do you put him a chokehold? What do you do? <laughs> Apparently, you punch him in the or elbow him in the throat. That, that usually works him in on the most throat, things. Man. That
0: usually works on yeah, most things. exactly. His dog Rocky, he said, was half drowned when he pulled him from the water. Um, as far as I could tell, Richard or ricard sorry ricard and his dog are going to be okay
1: oh that's nice and uh just fyi uh i th- i think uh i don't know if i should have sent this to you but i saw this some video on facebook or whatever it was of somebody bicycling in australia and they're like kangaroos on either side there's like 30 of them and they're all like staring creepily at the guy <laughs> riding the bike like most of them don't even move they just like looking straight ahead into your soul. Normally, we don't eat meat. <laughs> yeah, so like maybe kangaroos are just dicks.
0: <laughs> Staring at your soul, like you <laughs> said. Maybe,
1: yeah, maybe they just want to fuck with people. Maybe you know, maybe we're just missing something. All they right, I like to fight. Uh, next, um, an apology is owed to all fat people
0: who were scoffed when they said that some foods are addictive. In case you haven't heard, Ooh. cheese is fat people heroin. Yes, casin. <laughs> I'm addicted to. The queso man. Cason from Latin you say it. Cassius. Cassius. Yes. Cheese. Cassius? Yep. You are exactly right. Is the name for a family <laughs> Is the name for a family of proteins that are commonly found in mammalian milk. Uh, I just said milk. Milk. Making up eighty percent of the proteins in cow milk and between twenty to forty-five percent of the proteins in hu- human milk. So apparently the, the cow milk was the good shit all along. 80%
1: uh yeah uh,
0: casein breaks down in the stomach producing a peptide quesomorphin
1: an opioid you know okay'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna pause you right there Jeff. Have you ever been to like the Mexican restaurants around and like when people are going at that cheese dip it actually like I think it this should have been red flags all along because people attack that fucking dish of queso yeah, like, like oh, a
0: heroin oh no. Oh, yeah!
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, it takes yeah.
0: ten pounds of milk to make one pound of cheese. So you know, worth it. As milk is turned into cheese, most of the water is removed, leaving behind concentrated casein and fat. So concentrated dairy products like cheese have especially high levels of opioids, even morphine. <sighs> yes, which is also why, pe- geez, which is also why baby. people get co- constipated. Probably one of the reasons that people get constipated after eating a bunch of cheese is because you know morphine and opioids make you constipated. So.
1: mac and cheese
0: (laughs) based on this new information I think I know why babies cry unless they're being held by their mothers all addicts Uh, Physicians Committee for Responsible Medical explains that it appears that the opioids from mother's milk produce a calming effect on the infant and in fact may be responsible for a good measure of the mother-infant bond so, drug, uh, drugs.
1: Oh, yeah, it's all about crack, man. Drugs, they bond people it's together. It's all about the crack. <laughs> and and that is yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen. All right, man. Uh, so, thank you for tuning in on episode two of the Kinky Tauntaun. Next time, we'll do a better job. We might even pick up that new Imperial shuttle from the Death Star and, and swing it on by and bullseyes and womp right. Actually, next time, we might swing
0: on by and... Uh, and, and pull Jimmers back into it for for a culture dig. Cause,
1: oh, the next one is definitely going to have to center around The Fourth Awakens. Yeah, I figure. You are quite correct. I figure uh, you'll want to talk about it. The nerd boner is reaching almost full erection uh, right now. You might
0: have to wait a few days after it comes out because I didn't get my tickets online. You dumb idiot. I hate being there on opening night. It's just full of perfume and, yeah, you know, I can't breathe.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, I got you. <laughs> I got you. All right, man. That'll wrap it up. Buchacha is out. Jeff is out. Later. Bye. All right. Cool beans. Hello, cutie pie. What is thy bidding, my master? Listen to me very carefully. You are mine now. You belong to me. My nipples are very sensitive. Feel how soft my skin is. Do it. Do it.
0: <laughs> Ew. Seriously? That is so gross.
1: There, fucker!
0: Do you need assistance?
1: Oh. Kind of grabs you by the boo boo, don't it?
0: More teens are having fuck, having luck. He has
1: an erection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all her fault! Then you got an idea. A wonderful, awful oh. idea. Seduction used to be an art. Now, of course, it's brutish and it's predatory. And here's what consent is. The person is severely intoxicated or unconscious as a result of alcohol or drugs, is physically or developmentally disabled, a victim is under the age of 13 or is elderly. So as long as the girl's 13, she can give consent for sex, provided it's creative and enthusiastic. You give using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. No means yes, if you know how to spot it fat drunk and stupid is no way to go through life i am not gay i never have been gay
0: he says he's not gay but uh let's see what a few drinks and a uh, back massage would we'll do to him huh what do you think me you the old lady a little sandwich action
1: okay but i get to be on top oh! let me guess you dropped this soap. please take that out of my ass
0: You're in more dire need of a blowjob
1: than any white man in history. Gross, right in a fucking eyeball.
0: Because it it really does make you feel like you're inside this 11-year-old girl.
1: In a profoundly wholesome way. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. I think you are filth. I think you are scum. You are a degenerate. I'm not a pervert.
0: You're still here. It's over. Go home.
1: Go.